The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Is Ireland in danger of becoming a soft touch when it comes to EU criminal gangs? I'm joined now by Fianna Fáil MEP representing Ireland South, Billy Keller, who feels that we are potentially leaving ourselves exposed to international criminality by not joining with the European Public Prosecutor's Office, the EPPO. Uh, Billy Keller, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat. Now, I think I heard in passing about the EPPO when uh, it was founded uh, some years ago, but what what is it? What does it do? Well, it's a, a cross-border European uh, prosecuting office that effectively investigates certain crimes and uh, can prosecute in national courts and in national judicial systems. The difficulty, of course, is Ireland has a different legal system to the most of the European Union in terms of We've common law. It's based on court cases and interpretations and precedent. Whereas in Europe, they have a codified written civil law, which means that um, the gathering of evidence is, is, is viewed differently. What can be submitted to court, who can prosecute in court, is different to, uh, to Ireland. So we have legal impediments to actually joining this particular organisation. But it is up and running. It is investigating. And its accounts uh, for 2022 show that you know, it uh, was involved in 1,100 active investigations and so far 14 billion in terms of damages. Now, um, we have, uh, what, uh, have we decided absolutely not to join or do we have limited cooperation with the EPPO? Well, we will cooperate with them in what we can do in terms of our complicated legal system vis-a-vis the rest of Europe. Uh, but it's not compatible with truthful path. So we do have difficulties there. You know, we have constitutional issues around the collecting of um, uh, evidence, uh, who prosecutes in court, uh, and, you know, who is the prosecuting authority in Ireland is very different to the rest of Europe in general. So it will be legally very difficult. But I think the difficulty we have is if we don't put some mechanism in place, well, then, you know, Ireland could be seen as a potential uh, a soft mm. target. And that was referenced by the chief prosecutor herself when she said that in their wiretap, in their surveillance of criminals uh, involved in VAT fraud, involved in you know, I- illegal importation to Europe, that they had detected that some of these gangs were looking at countries that weren't signed up to the European Public Prosecutor's Office, and Ireland is one of those. So uh, th- they were wiretapping these uh, criminal gangs and they got information that suggested these criminal gangs were scouting uh, countries that were not part of the EPO, like Sweden and Denmark, Hungary and Poland and Ireland uh, particularly, uh, to see whether they could find a safe haven. But what kind of activities would they move to Ireland? Would it just be their money? Well, it could be the paperwork, Pat. Um, I mean, uh, as well as that, on top of that, now we will... We are now aboard a third country. So, I mean, uh, importation of luxury goods, for example, could be coming from the UK from now on. Luxury cars, um, just VAT in general. VAT fraud is a big issue. VAT fraud is one of the biggest issues across the entire European Union. In 2018, uh, there was a VAT fraud of about 140 billion pounds. So, I mean, it is a huge annual turnover of uh, illegal gains in terms of fraud uh, in VAT. So that's a certain area that we have to be very conscious of as well. But um, it's right across. It's a uh, fraud um, in VAT. It's also fraud on EU contracts, um, EU applications for grants, even down as far as um, 
verification greenhouse gas emissions for, for, for large companies. So a lot of this is just in terms of paperwork as well. It does not have a physical presence in these countries, uh, and that's the issue that of concern. Um, surely we have ways of dealing with this in our own jurisdiction. I mean, VAT, we pay into the EU uh, fractions of our VAT. So we're well used to dealing on VAT matters. Uh, we you know, don't pay VAT if VAT has been paid in EU countries when we bring stuff in here. Uh, we must have existing mechanisms. I'm, I'm struggling to find out what the problem might be. Well, well, the problem is that cross-border is the issue here, Pat. Um, you know, our authorities investigate nationally. So in the event of there being a fraud carried out, but involving Ireland, the difficulty is the cross-border element within the European Union. Uh, the chief uh, prosecutor's office can prosecute in the countries that are signed up to it, but the ones that aren't, it has to be referred back to the national prosecutor evidence that is gathered in a different way in Europe could not be submitted to courts in Ireland, for example, with a warrant system, with the constitutional issues around the gathering of evidence as well. So there is definitely restrictions already in place in terms of that cooperation. So so if, for example, uh, uh, the French authorities, the Belgian authorities or whatever, uh, gather evidence in relation to uh, somebody who is domiciled in Ireland or has been extradited to Ireland or whatever, that that evidence would not be admissible in an Irish court? Yes, that is very possible. In view of the fact that the way it's gathered and um, and collected, uh, you know, they can gather evidence very differently. Yeah, but how so? Billy, I'm struggling again. How, you know, are they fast and loose with the way they gather evidence? Well, no, just, they have, as I said at the outset, I mean, the difference is they have a, a different codified legal system passed. I mean, in Ireland, it's based on precedent, it's common law, um, you have to get warrants in certain ways, you have to collate evidence in certain ways. The only prosecuting people in Ireland are on Garda Shikana and the Office of Director of Public Prosecutions. The European public prosecutor actually prosecutes in the countries that have signed up to this particular um, agency. Mm-hmm. So that is the difference. Uh, it's just that, you know, they are raising this issue in Europe. It is an issue of concern. And when you hear the chief European public prosecutor stating that in their collecting of information and data that they have heard that gangs are looking. And these are very sophisticated gangs. These, you know, these are not lads standing in no. the corner. Uh, these are sophisticated, well-resourced. So, so uh, Billy, they are looking. Yeah, what do you want to happen? I mean, uh, our common law system is based on our neighbours. Uh, we've been uh, throwing off the shackles of our neighbours' influence for quite a while now. And with the departure of them in the Brexit uh, mechanism, um, our ties with them are looser than they ever were. Uh, so should we abandon the common law system and, and construct a more European model? Is that the way we should go? Or what should we do? Because I can't see if we keep our legal system, how we can make any progress in the EPPO mechanism. Well, well, there's no way we're going to uh, overturn, uh, you know, hundreds of years of legal precedent building up the common law that we have now that's underpinned by our constitution and just our values and justice. So, I mean, that's not going to happen. But what we need to do is put in place mechanisms and administrative support um, and on Garda Shikana working with authorities through Europol and through OLA and other agencies. So at least Ireland isn't seen as a potential soft option. Uh, we won't be able to get the European public prosecutor to 
investigate and prosecute in Ireland, but certainly uh, joint investigations uh, with Europol and the other um, agencies that are working under European Public Prosecutor's Office, I think is a way where we really have to start to look at. Otherwise, So, so we have know, to, I mean, just to take this uh, to, to an extreme maybe, but we'd have to have the Gardaí gathering parallel evidence with the, you know, under the Irish kind of system uh, alongside people who are gathering evidence in the European system. Well, I mean, on Garda Shikana do work and cooperate with other agencies. It's just the prosecution point is, is the biggest challenge that we have. In other words, if the European Public Prosecutor's Office has a wealth of um, information and evidence, they can't directly take that to a court and present it in terms of prosecution. So that, that is the major weakness. But like Angarda Shikana does cooperate with other um, police forces across Europe. That would have to continue. But I think we will have to enhance that in due to the fact that at the legal elements and the prosecutorial evidence uh, elements, we're, we're weak in those areas. Yeah, it doesn't seem like we can do anything about it anyway. Billy Keller, well, Fianna Fáil, we keep trying. Uh, yeah. We keep trying. Yeah, but I mean, if the, we have a common law system and they have a different system and ne'er the twain, the twain shall meet, I can't see what uh, can be done to improve that. Anyway, Billy Keller, Fianna Fáil MEP representing Ireland South, uh, thank you very much for joining The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk. Joining us.